With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Nation, it is Jeremy Brenner with another episode of The Dream Take presented by The Dream Shake, home of all things Houston Rockets at espionation.com. Tonight, not a W pod like we've had the last two episodes, and it's unfortunately an L pod against the Denver Nuggets. Final score uh, Nuggets 129, Rockets 113. Although I do think that the score is not as indicative of the game as a whole. Um, I think the Rockets played a really good first half, uh, keeping it close with one of the best teams in the league. The third quarter, though, the game got away from them, and there wasn't much effort to try and fight. go, go back into it and fight in the fourth quarter, unfortunately. So ultimately, Rockets are back to... They're losing, they're losing ways 5-14 and 14 on the year where the Nuggets improved to 12-7. and seven. Uh, For the Rockets tonight, uh, four starters in double figures, nine points for Jabari Smith, um, 18 points was a team high for Alper on Shangun, 7-14 from the field. Most of those points came in the first quarter. Had a really 
nice energy to start the game. The starters did. And I was, I was appreciative of that. Uh, KJ Martin, who should be starting uh, 15 points off the bench, brought a lot of energy to that group off the bench. Uh, was appreciative to see that. Um, I think the one thing I want to talk about tonight, like the one thing to maybe highlight, you know, it's, it's a West coast game. So not too many people here on Spotify live, but to those that are listening to us live, we appreciate you always. Um, but the one thing I wanted to discuss was how is Steven Silas going to work this three man, you know, big man rotation um, between Shengun, Bruno, and KJ Martin? I think it's the first game that we've seen this season where Fernando and Shengun are playing and Shengun draws the start. And I feel like it is the right decision to start Shengun, um, especially considering the fact that he led the team in points tonight. And given the fact that they were playing the Nuggets and Jokic, uh, I think I think there could be an argument the other way. Maybe get someone in there that's a bit better defensively. Uh, but I think Shengun was able to hold his own for the most part. Um, he did draw that that fourth foul and. And when he hit the bench in that in that third quarter, uh, let me. I want to see like where the run started and where Shengun was in that third quarter. So uh, Shengun gets the foul um, at where was it? It was at the seven fourteen mark. That was an offensive foul. Um, yeah, but it was that fourth foul that really kind of changed things for the Rockets. And it it forced the Rockets to go to a different direction. So yeah, when LP left the game uh, with 6:20 left in the third quarter, the Rockets were down uh, down six, right? And by the end of the third quarter, they were down 15. So I do think that that played a rather large role in in how the game got away from the Rockets tonight. You know that that was the stretch. You know where the game went from winnable to not so winnable. And look, LP was a plus two tonight. Uh, the only player that didn't play garbage time that had a, a positive plus minus. So uh, on in a game like tonight, that stat really matters. Um, and I think that's, that's where the Rockets won and lost this game. The Nuggets also were able to capitalize from the three-point line in that third quarter. I believe they made six threes in the third and they had 12, 12 threes altogether throughout the entirety of the game shot 56% from the field. Uh, again, it's very hard to beat teams uh, when they're shooting as well as they are, but also that's an indictment on the Rockets defense as well. Uh, you know, Jokic 11 of 17 from the field, uh, Ke- uh, Jamal Murray, 11 of 17 from the field. Zeke Naji had a great game off the bench, seven of 12, uh, for 15 points off the bench. Ish Smith was efficient tonight. Like the fact that, you know, guys like that are, are having a, as, as good of a night as they are. It's really hard when the Rockets let those types of players go off for the Rockets to win. Um, and then Steven Silas kind of pulled the starters um, tonight. Um, and I guess, you know, given the fact that it was, you know, the fourth quarter, uh, there was about six minutes to go um, when when they kind of just opened up the floodgates for the the bench. It was uh, Boban entered the game 
with 557 to go for Garuba. Um, and the game was an 18 point game. So I guess maybe that is uh, reasonable. Uh, you know, I think, I think they recognize that, you know, the fitness tonight for a game in Denver uh, is a bit challenging. So wanted to give some guys some rest, uh, but you know, I think Wednesday's game will be better because now the, like the Rockets will be in Denver for another day or two. They'll have more of an acclimation to the altitude and hopefully that will um, help the fitness for the Rockets um, come Wednesday night when they play them once more. Now, the one thing that I I alluded to closer to the beginning of the show um, is this, is the center rotation between Shangun, Fernando, and Garuba. And look, tonight is a really difficult night to kind of establish that, but it's the first night that we've seen all three of these guys, you know, healthy and kind of established in their roles, at least for the foreseeable future. And look, I think I think all of them would play more minutes if the game were closer tonight. I would think that Shangun would probably get those last six minutes if the game was closer. So let's say Alpi gets 30 minutes. Uh, Bruno gets uh, eight and Garuba gets 11. I don't necessarily know if that's uh, the way to go. I think that they had alluded to maybe Garuba getting some minutes um, next to Fernando in the second unit as the four or Shangun next to Garuba at the four. I think that, I think that he would fit better next to a guy like, Shangun, I think it would give the full lineup a little bit more balance as a whole, just because Shangun is there more as a um, Shangun is there more as a offensive guy, and and Bruno, I mean Bruno is as well, so it it's really kind of difficult to to look into that in, in, from that lens. But I would say that that Garuba and Shangun they check off more boxes together than say Garuba and Fernando. So I would say that look, it's really challenging to give all of these guys minutes because you want to give these guys more minutes, but then you got to take minutes away from some people. And I don't think you really can take that many minutes away from the rest of the roster. Cause I mean, you've got Tari needing minutes. You've got KJ needing minutes. You've got, Jabari Smith needing minutes. Now, I think this team will be a little bit more figured out once uh, once they do trade Eric Gordon. And at this point, you know, we're inching closer and closer to when that will happen. Um, I don't necessarily think it will happen at, in December when a lot of these contracts open up. Um, I, there is a trade rumor, though, that I think would be a great time to discuss this now um, on this episode. So, uh, we'll keep an eye out for that. But going back to the game, um, look, you, you just needed more. It's it's hard to give all three of these guys minutes for Shangun, Fernando, Garupa. And I think Shangun is obviously your highest ceiling, so you want to give him those minutes for 30 minutes. I mean, it, look, it, it all depends on matchups, I, I feel. It really depends on matchups. But for a night like tonight, when you're playing Jokic and Aaron Gordon, it's it's a good night for those. Granted, Aaron Gordon was also in foul trouble, so Aaron Gordon didn't play all that much, just 14 minutes from him. But you've kind of gotta you kind of gotta play the matchups. And I feel like Shangun is 
a, a better fit for most matchups. But depending on the matchup, I think there's a difference between a guy like Fernando and a guy like Garuba in which guy would be better suited for more minutes on that given night. So let's just say we have, um, let's say on Wednesday, because it's the same matchup, I would think that Fernando would be a better fit for what the Rockets are trying to do. Just because what you do, you put a guy, you put, you put Fernando in that kind of, I mean, you put Fernando in the paint and you kind of force them to hit threes. And granted, tonight they struggled from three at the start, but then they started to pick it up. So that's why, look, if, if they're struggling from three, you put Fernando in. Because I think Fernando is a guy that can do a little bit more, a little bit more athletic. But if you need the defense, you need the, you need to defend the perimeter a little bit better. Group is your guy. It's tough because, you know, you can make an argument for either which way. And you can make, you know, 5,000 different reasons for a bunch of guys. And there really isn't a right or wrong answer, right? There really is not. You, you kind of just have to roll with the punches, roll with the matchups, see where it's going, and go from there. I think for, for every reason it, there is to put Fernando there, there's a reason to put Garuba there. For me, I think, I think Fernando offers a little bit more... Ceiling wise, not as much as Shingun, but Garuba is probably the better player right now. So it it really it really depends on the matchup, who's out there on the floor. If you're playing both Jokic and Gordon out there, though, I'd put I'd put Garuba and Shingun there. I would love to see a lineup with Garuba and Shingun. We haven't seen too many of those where Garuba is playing next to Shingun. It's time to be a little bit more. Uh, experimental with these lineups because we're getting to a point now the Rockets are not really fighting for too much um, at 5-15. and 15. I think it's at 5-14 and 14 earlier in the show. That was the previous record, so excuse me for that. Um, and the Nuggets are 13-7 and seven now. But now that you're a quarter of the way into the season, you need to start, you know, you see, what, you see what's worked. Clearly it hasn't gotten you very far. So let's try something different. Let's see a different configuration of the puzzle and let's see if it works. And I think we're starting to see that maybe with Josh Christopher a little bit. Maybe we should throw him in there. Maybe we should throw Ty Ty Washington, bring him up. There's a lot of different ways to move this matchup, but I, I hope the Rockets will start to see a bit more uh, experimenting with, with these lineups. Um, just because I feel like, they have not they they have less and less to lose every single game they try a different lineup because because they're not playing for too much more anymore you know um granted they're only a handful of games back uh in the playoffs and and I don't think the rockets think they're trying to go for the playoffs but the rockets are still trying to win uh, as many games as possible and I think that they are getting to a point now where you know I would say that they they know who they are, but in a way they they don't. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot. I, I say a lot about sample sizes on the show, and I think we're getting to a point now where 20 games is a significant enough of a sample size to start making a start making some conclusions. Not not rush to every conclusion. There still is, uh, you know, 20 games is still a small sample size in the grand scheme of everything. 
But in terms of just the NBA season, it's a it's you're twenty five percent of the way there. So you've seen a you've seen a good chunk of the season already, and it's time to where we can start making conclusions. For me, the conclusion that I've made about this roster so far is that they are good enough to compete every single night. And I think tonight they competed. I think they really did. Um, I think that they were outplayed by a better team. And I and there's nothing wrong with saying that. Um, but I think this team has proven that they have made improvements from a year ago. And that they still have a long way to go. Um, but before we wrap up, now I kind of want to pivot into another uh idea and that was the trade rumor that i brought up earlier in the show and it's to bring back an old friend of ours patrick beverly now patrick beverly has been playing with the lakers this year and he hasn't played all too well he's been hurt a little bit he's been he's averaging just four points a game four rebounds a game three assists it's just not he's not playing his very best um, and he's he's suspended after that Aiton push. So I feel like Patrick Beverly is a, actually probably a really good fit for this roster. I would definitely take him over Dacian Nix at this point to be the backup point guard. But if there's some kind of deal where Eric Gordon goes to the Lakers and Patrick Beverly comes to the Rockets, would you take that? And I think the answer is yes. Now, I wouldn't do it straight up. That's for sure. But I would do something that would get Beverly and some draft compensation back in return. I feel like that's a fair deal because it gets the Lakers a little bit more help. It gives shooter a shooter for LeBron James, and LeBron needs more shooters around him. Now, there's a lot of you know those a lot of a lot of like two guards wings that are currently playing for the Lakers. They've got Austin Reeves. They've got uh Lonnie Walker they've got uh they've got oh my god Kendrick Nunn they've got Troy Brown they've got a whole bunch of guys that would kind of fit Eric Gordon but Eric Gordon's bet not maybe not I would say he's similar to Lonnie Walker in terms of you know the pros that he brings to the table but I think that he deserves minutes over Troy Brown I think that he deserves minutes over Kendrick Nunn uh Austin Reeves maybe but Eric Gordon is of his veteran presence would be able to help them a little bit more than say Austin Reeves. Now, Patrick Beverly, would he help the Rockets right now? Obviously you don't need to play a guy like Patrick Beverly every game, but when he does, you know, he's going to bring his 1000% effort every night. And I feel like having a guy like that is contagious for the locker room. And he's, Look, Houston made him. Houston helped made made his career. Can't believe we're talking almost a decade ago from when he played Russell Westbrook in the playoffs for the first time. It was almost a decade ago, guys. Like that's insane. And I feel like he wouldn't necessarily just buy himself out. I feel like he would he would embrace playing for a team like Houston. And he would help significantly with the defense in the second unit. I I believe he can help with just being a veteran and like keeping the ball calm and, you know, just getting the ball flowing through the, through the movement. 
of the offense. I think that's a great, great, great fit for the Rockets right there. And he has not played very well three like shooting the ball, but he's enough to where you wouldn't necessarily say he's a liability. And maybe, who knows, maybe playing in Houston uh, would kind of spark something for him. We'd also put some fans in the seats, I think, too. I think a lot of fans would appreciate a Patrick Beverly return, uh, even if it is just for half a season or uh, three quarters of a season. Who knows? But a move like this, I think, has enough pros to where it would be enough for me. Look, I feel like if you can get a first-round pick for Eric Gordon instead of Patrick Beverly, I would take it. I do think a first-round pick is better than Patrick Beverly at this point. But you also go back and think, how many more first-round picks does this team need? You look at all of the players that they have already on the roster, and you have to put into account the high first-round pick you're going to get next year from who knows where, and it could be Wemby, it could be Scoot, it could be whoever. But you're going to get someone that is going to be an instant contributor at the beginning of next season. But do you need two more of those guys? You already have one more because you have the Nets pick, but do you need another one? And I think, look, and you can obviously, you can take these picks and you can trade back and you can, you know, you leverage these picks and you can move them to later in the future so you don't have to, you know, draft three guys in the first round again like you have the last two years. But I really do think that getting a guy like Patrick Beverly in here would be a positive move for the franchise. It may not be a long-term fi- uh, a long-term positive, but sometimes getting a short-term positive is there there is benefits to that. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to that. I wouldn't say no. I wonder what you guys would be thinking. I wish I had someone to kind of, you know, go back and forth with talking about it. Maybe I'll talk about it with Mike down the line when he comes back. Uh, but he, he had the night off tonight. He deserves it. He's been traveling and he's been doing a bunch of these shows. Um, so I have no problem giving him the night off uh, and having me just talk to, it feels like a wall in a way. I am in a room by myself just talking into my phone. But I do know that there are many loyal listeners on the other side. And I appreciate you all very much. Uh, So I think this is a fantastic place to park the rocket ship. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Dream Take and at Dream Shake SBN. Head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like over there if you're on Facebook and head to thedreamshake.com. Home of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E. NER. We'll be back on Wednesday night for another episode of the Dream Take, where we hope to have a W pod against the Nuggets. Let's see what the Rockets have learned from tonight and see if they can apply it on Wednesday. Again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this episode of the Dream Take. And until next time, go Rockets!